0: Hey, I'm Russ. And I'm Danny. And this is the Memory Makers Podcast. The show focused on helping you create amazing customer experiences and make more memories. Memory Makers Podcast. Quick and easy. That's like, you almost wrapped it. (laughs) I liked that.
1: Yeah, we went from jingles and and genres to hype man, so... (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> on this one. <laughs> so I, before we get into the to today's topic that I'm stuttering a little bit, I, I wanted to share something that I think might make Russ blush a little bit because he doesn't like to brag about himself. But recently at the AAMA annual meeting and gala, he won an award from that association called the Shining Star Award for a person who has a lot of contributions to both the association and the industry overall. And Russ had no idea he was going to win because they didn't announce it beforehand. And he received that award. And uh I just want to give you a shout out and say congrats. Well
1: thank you very much. And I'm I'm still as as bad at accepting the the honor and the recognition uh as I was when when it was announced on stage and I was caught off by surprise. It's and, and I got my hand slapped by Mikey Mike on the ones and twos over here as we were kind of talking about some of it. And Danny, you've even spoken on this at length of high achievers. And I'll, I'll put myself in that category for, for this example. We really suck at celebrating our wins. And since that, I, you know, I'm extremely honored and humbled but a large part of me was like I wasn't doing anything other than what I should be doing which is showing up for other people trying to make sure that uh that that I can remove obstacles for folks where and how I can but uh, it, it was one where I, I'm grateful to you, Mike, for challenging me and, and, and pushing back on the, you know, downplaying the win. And I'm just really excited to, to see what else we have in stock. We're just super lucky to work in this industry and with the characters and the yahoos that we do. And uh, so th- that award is, is, you know, I'm very flattered and honored. But there's a lot of other folks that help build into that that make that happen, too. So thank you very much. I appreciate it for both of you for that.
0: I'd like to point out and let everyone listening uh, know that Russ just referred to all of you as a bunch of Yahoos, so you know, <laughs> take that for what you will. Well, I mean, self included, right? Like Yahoo and
1: Chief over here, right? I mean, we've got we've got a bunch of of switched on cats that and, and eclectic personalities. But I think the thing that makes our industry so unique too is that willingness and service to show up for other people because we're entrepreneurs and a service oriented business and you've got to show up for your customers that way and it's just a natural extension that we show up for our peers and our our, uh, everybody else at the table so it's easy to do really great work in this industry just because of the kinds of yahoos like y'all that are listening and watching show up man it's 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 a it's a blessing for sure.
0: And I think that's actually a really interesting way to segue into today's topic that I'll let you intro.
1: Yeah, so we're talking about the five levels of yahoos by John Maxwell. And uh, no, we're talking about the five levels of leadership today by John Maxwell. So for those of you that are new to the self-development game or the leadership game or just starting to to dip your toe in the water of exploring more resources and books of how I can get more out of my team – John Maxwell should be like your first 16 reads in that of that whole world. He's got 21 irrefutable laws of leadership, five levels of leadership, like all of these things. He's just the man. Breaks it down, really bite sizable. And this was one, and, and we talk about this consistently on the podcast, but so much of the transformation that we have had has, has come from people first and the rest will follow, right? We focus on the passion, not the product. And if we're, if we're making sure that we're being really diligent about, um, making sure that when people are showing up, they can be be their best selves, um, that they feel comfortable, all of that. That is our love language here. And we've just seen it manifest in such strong results that we want to make sure that other people can shorten the learning curve on that as well. So five levels of leadership by John Maxwell. Um, You're really going to be looking at uh, a a pyramid or a hierarchy of uh, some things that you have to build on. One thing that's really important to note with these is that as you look at these five levels of leadership, your leadership level is going to be de- is a one to one, you know, defined by a one to one interaction that you have with each person on your team. So you may be there for twenty years and ha- be this icon of your company and this pillar and 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 be the rock of the organization, but a new hire that's coming in the door that is six hours on the job, that's hanging out in the redemption counter, that's terrified to make Mistake still isn't going to have buy-in yet, and so one thing that's important to note is that your leadership level is going to vary from person to person based on how long they've been there, how long you've been working towards building on these different um, these different factors with them, so that way you can continue to work together and, and get them enveloped in your overall culture. So Danny, I'm gonna have you break down these five levels of leadership first, starting with the the base level and then how do we grow and expand from there and what and then we'll start getting into how do we actually go from hey, if I'm at a one with somebody, how do I get them from a one to a two, a two to a three, et cetera. Um, so I'm really excited to dive in on this one with you.
0: Let's do it. So level one, this is called positional le- position or positional leadership this is people follow you because they have to right (laughs) it's the hierarchy of the organization your job has a particular title there are people who report to you this is the most basic level i am your boss you do what i tell you that is a very um uh, maybe crude way to put it but that is the very base level of leadership that you have a position and therefore people need to report to that position Mm -hmm. moving then to level two this is called permission leadership it's no longer people following you because they have to, they're following you because they want to, Mm -hmm. because of the things that you do um, for for them in the organization and um, building that that, uh, relationship with all the people around you. One of the things that Russ mentioned is that you're going to have different abilities and levels of leadership with different team members. And so as you are able to build rapport and trust and connection with your team members, it moves you from position to permission. Then, level three, this is called production. This is where you're able to start replicating yourself and taking the work that you do and delegate it out to others and give them the tools, freedom, and support to be able to take that work on themselves. This is the idea of delegate and elevate. Mm-hmm. And so, that then allows you to continue moving up in in the organization and allows you to start working on solving bigger problems and doing things that move the needle in a bigger way for the organization. So that's what production is. Then moving to level four, this is people development. So this is uh, people follow you because of what you've done for them. This is taking the time to pour into your team and allowing them to show up as the best versions of themselves, not just at work, but in every area of their life. How are you um, helping them uh, be able to, to be better professionals, employees? How are you able to help them be better um, members of the community? How are you helping them become better family members and mothers and fathers, whatever that case may be? And then level five is the very pinnacle. It's what is called pinnacle leadership. This is people follow you because of who you are. And what you represent. And so we think about someone like John Maxwell who came up with this whole, um, this whole framework in the first place. And for a lot of people, that's pinnacle leadership because of what he's done and what he represents and who he is and how he shows up in every area of his life people look up to to him as a pinnacle leader in what he does and so that's kind of a a brief overview of going from level one to level five and what each of those are and now i'll have russ hit with the first fun, first one but we're going to start walking through okay if you are at a level one what are the things that you need to start doing in order to, to graduate to the next level and so russ i'll, I'll throw it to your way
1: absolutely so and going from level one where it's I'm following this person because of the title that they have on their desk or on their name tag. If I'm a new employee, I'm doing everything that this person is telling me because they are the GM or they are the owner. And I don't have, um, as long of a tenure in there. And, and so, you know, there, there are things where I'm just going to take that and run with it. Um, and, and at times, and this sounds, you know, a uh, bad but a lot of times that can be fear-based for people especially as they're starting out in an organization where it's just man i'm just terrified i don't want to make a mistake i, I want to feel like i'm showing up and doing all of these things right because we all have different levels of imposter syndrome no matter what level of an organization that we're in um, you know we just don't want people to feel like we don't have the goods or the juice to be able to to get this to elevate and so when you're looking of how do i get this person to follow what i'm asking them to do at a at a higher level because we've been able to connect and and relate with one, one another, we built trust and built an ability for there to be even potential conflict where we can disagree on something or have more nuanced discussions around that. That's how we really start to hone in and, and elevate from transactional leadership into uh, the beginning stages of a higher buy-in, right? Where they they appreciate you, they like you, they have rapport with you, and you're looking for ways to say, you know hold up the mirror and ask questions to them of like hey how's this going for you what do you feel like we can do more of for you what do we feel like we can do less of for you um, you know how are things at home it's it's a well balanced approach but they need to consistently see you doing that over a long enough period of time that they know it's not just lip service and that you are genuinely curious about seeing them improve and be better towards the overall organizational um, uh, goals and vision is, is kind of where this level two piece still starts with um and Danny will will hit on as we go into the next level how do we then expand that even further because it's it's all the the higher up this hierarchy that you go the more enveloped and ingrained into the culture that your team is going to be, the more that they're consistently seeing what's actually taking place versus what are we talking towards. And, um, and going from level, level two of that permission into level three of the production is a huge leap because you're getting people that are taking things more autonomously. Um, so Danny, tell us a little bit about how we can start to implement, Certain approaches or tools or tactics to help gain us uh, and build us up into a a rock star or potential rock star that we want to
0: start to see elevate up. So, going from two to three, this is going from permission to production. Now, some of the things that we really want to focus on here is helping your team members become the best versions of themselves in that role. How do we help them excel beyond? where they've been before in their particular role within the organization. So there's a couple things that we can think about. Number one is being really good about communicating feedback uh, to your team members and and as well as kind of talking about challenges through the lens of your vision and your culture of the organization. And one of the things that can be hard sometimes for for leaders that are trying to get into this Um, going from level two to level three into the production is giving that feedback and constructive feedback to help your team members grow. And I I go back to something that is a line from Kim Scott, who's uh, written the uh, book called Radical Candor. It's clear as kind. We need to be able to say, hey, this is what we're expecting. This is where we need you to be. This is where you are. And walking people through how to be more successful in the role. You Using metrics and key performance indicators, depending on what that role is, if you've got maybe a, um, a, a party coach and they have surveys that, that you give to your, um, your parties after it's over to, to rank the both the facility and the, your party coach, understanding that, or whether it's about, hey, they're running these different attractions, how often are they keeping all of their games and, and moving that on time? There's lots of different ways that you can use those metrics in your organization, And then setting up very protected time and meetings every week or every other week depending on the cadence that makes sense so that you can have that one-on-one time with your team member that they can bring anything that they want to that meeting. Talk about what they've been working on, talk about the things that they're struggling with and make sure you're protecting that at all costs so you've got that built-in time to be able to help them become the best versions of themselves in the roles that they have.
1: I love that. And the one kind of example that I will typically use when I'm talking with folks about some of these things is getting from level one to level two and then level two to level three like those first two levels it's we're focusing on the tactical applications of this is how you do the job this is how you do the job well and what it looks like when we're getting into this that third level that you were just describing now we're starting to open the door into the strategic world of okay I want you to start seeing the matrix a little bit I want you to be able to anticipate like what are are major levers and fulcrum points where we can leverage um, more action and be intelligently um, crafting what that is going to start to look like and giving them a framework of, okay, here's now how you can start to use some of those variables and then expand upon them to to be able to look deeper into the looking glass as they go and so when you're then going from that level up into so level 3 production into level 4 of people development this is where we start doing A lot more of okay, I've got someone we've been pouring into them, they've got the capability and the disposition to be able to do this job well. We're showing them how you know how we're designing the machine, so to speak, to work so that way they can better work within that machine. Level four is where I want you to actually start building new, you know, components on top of the machine, and so this people development. Is where you're you're going even beyond the doors of the business and you're you're pouring into them as a person, right? So it, studying things like servant leadership are really impactful for this. Of how am I just showing up for you to give you the best opportunity? You know, are you going through a breakup? Are you going through hard times at home? Great. What are ways that I can help you and 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 resources that I can give you that are going to allow you to do that? Um, we see uh, phenomenal examples of this with clients of ours. You know whether it's Andretti's and they start doing coaching and mentorships um, for their mid-level team members to be able to start stepping up into that role. They're looking at ways of how can we teach our our team members financial literacy, right? And in bigger, long-term financial planning, and and that way they're not just living paycheck to paycheck on things. We're helping them do more off the field, so to speak, um, not just on the field, because we want to see them continue to grow up the ranks and be able to contribute more. And that means by making 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 sure that they're a strong, well-rounded individual. Um, Mentioned having mentorship programs to, to groom your top performers and focus on their success. But then the hardest part, at least for me specifically in this one, is really leaning in, this is where a lot of the delegation starts to happen. So you're going to take things that you control and do really well, and it runs like a Swiss watch, hopefully. And you're going to start putting those responsibilities onto someone who doesn't have the same number of reps. They don't have the 10,000 hours in to be able to anticipate all the problems. So there are going to be some bumps and some scraped elbows and things, but it's giving them the opportunity to step into those positions, but then also gracefully coaching them through that, right? And so how much is too much? Much micromanagement in those pieces. I need you to be able to learn some of these things beyond just me telling you, and you seeing that in practicality and application. That may not be the best route to go, but when those do happen, we're going to break down the game film of. Hey, I appreciate you trying to show up for the client in this way or to solve this problem that way. I think that that's really important, and it's in line with our vision. How, knowing then now that we have time to break this down in in outside of the heat of the moment. What are some things that we feel like contributed to this? What are some things that we feel like we should put in place or adjust to avoid this being able to come up in the future if that's possible? So that way, I I really want your opinion on standardizing what this should look like for us moving forward. So that way, other team members can benefit from it as well. And so it's that this is where we really start to empower and trust at the higher level of giving them the free reign, but being very cognizant of the fact that it's not going to look exactly like the way that we want it to be, because they are a different person, they don't have the same experiences, but they're never going to get better if we don't put those opportunities in front of them to have controlled, scraped elbows, you know, is is where I want to leave it. Obviously, you don't want somebody doing crash dummies off the side of the cliff and Thelma and Louising the whole thing and and not saying anything about it, but we need them to be able to put some dents on the fender and understand, okay, maybe I don't hug that mailbox so close. (laughs)
0: I love the metaphors that you bring up in some of these calls.
1: I just try to put in a lot of them in there so that way one of them sticks.
0: <laughs> that one stuck for me. I'm just I'm just imagining, you know, a, a, an employee at an FEC what, what that Thelma and Louise moment might look like. Well, they probably we-
1: have no idea. If you're talking about a and seventeen year old that has no clue unless Thelma and Louise has really come back to, you know, really come back to prominence. I am that's gonna that's for that's for our owners and that are listening right now.
0: <laughs> oh for sure. So let's Let's, let's continue moving on and talking about going from four to five. So this is from the people development into that pinnacle leadership. Mm-hmm. So there's a couple of things and you might find some overlaps when you start looking in some of the, the things that you're doing for moving one to the next. And it, in this is there's going to be still time dedicated to growing other people at your organization, growing the leaders at your organization. And this is not a weekly time. This is daily time what are you doing every single day to take the leaders in your organization to grow them as people and to give them the tools that they can start um, moving into that people development and they can start developing the people below them who then start developing the people below them and it has kind of this cascading effect downward there's also a very strong focus and alignment on your values and when i say that it's it it tends to be thought about through the lens of the business. What are the values of the business? What's the culture of the business? What's the mission of the business? And all that's important. It's also how do you as a leader live those values outside the four walls of your facility, of your business? How are you delivering those values and being a beacon of what you represent, not only to your staff members, but your entire community? You know one of the things that I love about um this industry is all of the people who operate these location-based entertainment venues. You all provide a place for people to celebrate and escape together. You provide a place where people have fun. You provide a place where people make memories. That is so important and crucial to your community. And it can be easy to lose sight of that in stressful times, and the day-to-day obligations and responsibilities and, and all the things that we have going on. But when you remember how important of a role you play in your community and that everywhere you go, you are representing your brand and your business to all of the, the people in your community. That's where you can really start to think about not only what you do for your people and what you do for the organization but what you represent to the entire community and everyone that sees you Mm -hmm. and so that's where people move into that pinnacle role of like people are not following you because of of what you've done for them or what you do for the organization it's about who you are how you show up and what you represent on a very high level yeah
1: oh sorry go ahead No, it's all you. Well, I just, to me, what really strikes is this is them seeing you going beyond, like, following the process and the procedures and things that have been in place. This is, like, if you guys are out and about and have, you know, just having some down social time and you're seeing this person just walk the walk of being a good human being and taking on extra things, being involved in the community, showing them how, hey, I, the majority of the the first three steps are, are really focused within the walls of the business. The, the fourth step starts to expand beyond that. This fifth step is just, I'm showing you as a leader, like how I'm going to be a force for good for other people. And, 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 not anything necessarily to do with it but you're just seeing that this is an unequivocal this is who this person is here there and everywhere um to be able to do that it takes the longest amount of time to be able to get to that level and not everybody does because there there's just not a ton of that but the thing that i found that's most impactful is looking at what examples of that are and trying to consistently think of ways that i can do more of that right sometimes we've got to it's easier for some folks to build muscle some folks just have natural athletic talent they can run a 4240, you know, crazy, whatever, just freak of nature kind of stuff. Some people have to work really hard to get within that scope and have to be a lot more intentional about doing it. It doesn't mean that one is less authentic than the other because it's still an intentional decision that you're making. You're just trying to get to a point where you've internalized that so much over such a long period of time that people just get it where it's just, "Oh my gosh, like Armando, is that for for me in our group of You know, whether it's him... um, wiping off snow from people's windshields, you know, when we get a heavy snow for everybody that's in the parking lot, those little things, uh, being extremely involved in the Make-A-Wish Foundation for our local Midwest chapter and being on the board there. Mondo shows up for us and gives us the coaching that we need inside of the building, but outside of the building, we still see him showing up as a positive force for good that has nothing to do with financial gain, personal success, anything else. It's because it's something that is important to have a better lasting impact in the world around us.
0: That pinnacle level is something that we can all use as a North Star. We can all move toward that and use that as a future goal. And remembering that it takes daily practice. It takes patience. If you're early in your leadership journey or you're a young leader, whatever the case may be, don't try to rush it. Do the work now. The compound effect will take effect over time. And just use that as your North Star and your vision. Because when you can start moving up to these different levels with different people in the organization, um, it makes a greater impact on Uh, your sense of fulfillment, the way that others show up and the way that you can help grow the business. And so that's why for us, it was really important to talk about these five levels of leadership. And hopefully all of you listening or watching have been able to take some helpful nuggets that you can put into place. And so I think that is going to be a good place for us to wrap up today's episode.
1: I love it. We're going to continue to be bringing you guys all kinds of content, um, including operators and experts that are going to be able to share some uh, things specific to the FEC LBE world. And we're really excited for you guys and ourselves to be able to gain some impactful pieces of information, shortcuts, life hacks, all of it, all within this crazy world you Yahoo's call family entertainment. So thank you guys very much. And we'll continue to have more rock star content coming y'all's way.
0: If you liked what you heard, don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review.
1: And always appreciate a five stars. Please and thank you.
0: If you have any ideas for future episodes or guests that you would like to see, follow us on social media and send us a DM.
1: And big shout out as always to Mikey Mike back on the ones and twos running the ultra web for us on the podcast. And we will catch you on the next one, Troublemakers. Cool. All right. all
0: right
1: (laughs) was like five pull-ups and then three sets of buys and five sets of tries or whatever because i was like "Ooh, arm stuff that'll look good on the pod let's do it oh golly